Good morning, Sun Valley Church, and welcome back to The Voice of the Valley. I'm your host, Jeremy Pinch, and today we are starting a four-week series through the month of September talking about small group ministries. And over the last couple of weeks uh, in Sunday, you've heard some of our small group leaders talking about the importance of, of small group ministry and, and why you should join it. And we're going to take the opportunity uh, throughout this month to uh, expose our ministries a little bit more uh, in a good way uh, as we as we discuss um, small group ministry and the importance it has not only in our individual lives but as the life of the church as a whole. So today I have Levi McElroy who is a deacon and a small group leader. Uh, Levi, it's good to see you this morning. How are you? Good to see you. I'm doing well. Thank you. It's good. an honor to be here. Yeah, thanks, man. So, Levi, to get us started off, I'm just going to... You've been a small group leader for two years now. You were co-leading yeah. with Yeah, about Justin. two years, exactly. Okay. Yeah. What are some things that you have grown to appreciate about small group ministries since you have taken over a leadership position? Yeah. Um, well, I've had some time to think about this question, um, and... I mean, we could be here all day talking about it, but I think I'll focus on one or two things. Um, one, th- the first thing that came to mind, honestly, is just people, yeah. individual people. Um, I just appreciate people that I did not know before. Yeah. <laughs> and so to, to kind of expand on that a little bit, um, I have a tendency, I would say, to make assumptions about people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'll see them every Sunday morning. Um, I might shake their hand and say hi, uh, smile (laughs) and move on and just kind of assume everything's going well in their life, you know, uh, but that's about all, you know, I might see them, uh, at a prayer meeting or at a agape meal. Um, but in a small group setting, um, I've gotten to know people, um, on a much deeper level. Um, I understand, uh, what other people are going through. Mm -hmm. And if I don't fully understand it, I, I know about it and I can pray for them. Um, I understand and I see how God is actively working in their life through struggles. Um, and so instead of just, you know, a, a short greeting and a high and a smile and you move on, um, it just small group breaks that down. It allows us to know each other on a spiritual level, um, much deeper than just the surface. And, uh, I would say to go with that, uh, I appreciate people's gifts, uh, how people have been gifted. Um, we're all gifted in different ways. Um, and as a leader, one of my responsibilities is to delegate, uh, those responsibilities out to others. Mm. And so people love being given responsibility and it's just a joy to see people take that and run with it and be passionate about something. So, yeah, uh, those are a couple of things that really stood out to me. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I remember when we were in small group together uh, a few years ago, um, it's, it's always interesting when a new group is being formed and you're starting a new group here soon, or you already have, but, um, when you start a new group with people, there's always just like that awkwardness. Like, I don't know you, you don't know me, you know, we may have different 
flavors and how we go about life and yeah. you know how we parent how we you know, what the things we enjoy and so on and so forth uh, but over time over a course of time there's just like this this like meshing that inevitably takes place of just like you actually start to enjoy people like yeah. somebody that you may not <laughs> have enjoyed before you're like I, I really like you yeah and I, I think that just takes time but um, that's one of the blessings I think of of small group ministry certainly yeah yeah so during our small group time we spend a fair bit amount of time um, going through a liturgy and uh, going through times of prayer. How should these things, the liturgy and times of prayer, how should they help us reflect on who God is? Yeah, um, that's a really good question. Um, I would say any anytime we meet together with other people, um, you know, you're, you're going to find some common ground and it's just going to kind of turn into a social club. Um, and you know, then we turn around and just label it as fellowship and it's really easy to pass a, what, an hour and a half. Um, you know, you might discuss the Bible a little bit, you might even call it study, but, um, you give it structure. Um, and that helps us focus on the gospel. That's what we do with the liturgy every week is we walk through the gospel um, step by step. And we remind ourselves of uh, God's holiness, um, our sinfulness and his mercy um, mm-hmm. that he shows us um, as we repent of our sin. And so it's just being intentional about that. Because if we're not intentional about it, it's just not going to happen. Yeah, um, It might some weeks, but um, I just, I think I find that, you know, in a sinful world, in a sinful workplace, in I mean, (laughs) a home with toddlers um, and just sinners. We're all sinners. Um, We just need, we constantly need a reminder of who God is um, and how he created us to be in fellowship with him Mm -hmm. uh, and just how we fall short of his standard. And that's not to beat ourselves up, but it's just a reminder of the gospel. We need that constantly. Yeah. 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 liturgies can be awkward yeah like they they certainly can be awkward i I, you know coming out of a charismatic movement and where everything was just kind of like free flow um you know you you move with the spirit as you will and people coming out of a lot of evangelical modern evangelical churches see liturgy as kind of archaic old Kind of automated almost. Uh, automated, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, Catholic. Um, I thought you were Catholic when I first started coming here. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> that so, has since changed. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's unique, especially, especially in, in the Christian culture that we live in today. Um, but it's also, we also need to understand that every church has a liturgy. A liturgy is just literally a, like a flow of the service. Yeah. Uh, so in, every church has a liturgy. It just, it looks different. Ours, ours has more of a structure, like a written structure to it. Um, and so nevertheless, it, it can be awkward. Um, but why is it important that we use our liturgies during this time of, of small group worship? You know, if it's just if it's just a group getting together and you know we're we're fellowshipping, why is it necessary that we w- walk through the liturgy again? 
on yeah. whatever night you're meeting? Um, well, I think um, we're, we're so busy with our lives. Uh, I always have something running through my head thinking, oh man, I need to do this. And, you know, oh, I got to give that person a call. Uh, and, you know, I just have a to-do list that pops up. It always pops up in small group yeah. and in the middle of the sermon. <laughs> yeah. And I just want to write everything down. Right. Um, and so we just get so distracted. We start thinking, oh man, who's winning the football game or, you know, right. whatever is going on. Uh, and we just get distracted. And I just think, um, you know, if, if we don't have that liturgy, our minds are just going to wander. Mm. Um, and they can even wander with the liturgy, but that really helps us. Uh, and I think the awkwardness is really just an indicator that our focus is elsewhere. Mm. Uh, you know, if you're just focused on that liturgy, focused on the gospel, focused Mm -hmm. on who God is, there's just nothing awkward about that. Mm -hmm. Um, that's where we're supposed to be. That's why we come together. Um, we come together to worship, um, and, when we're not prepared for that, um, I think that can be a little bit awkward. There's some silences in there. There's some, uh, you know, transition from a busy work day um, to a sudden realization of, oh, <laughs> this call to repentance, call to confession is making me deal with my sin. Yeah. And I don't want to think about that right now. Yeah. yeah. And... That can just be uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, but, but that's something that we, we can't ignore. Yeah. Um, we have to face it head on. And so the liturgy, I don't, I don't think I've been to a liturgy or a, excuse me, to a service or a small group at Sun Valley uh, that has not dealt with our sin problem mm. just head on. That has not called us to confess mm-hmm. um, to a holy God, and so I think that's crucial because mm-hmm. um, if we just go on pretending everything's fine, then we're just lying to ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I I think it takes time to get used to a liturgy. Yeah, I think it I think it takes time, especially if you're you're coming out of you know whatever movement you may be coming out, of, or maybe you're coming out of a, a Lutheran church or you know, a Catholic church where this is actually a normal thing for you. Uh, but I think for a majority of people, it, it takes time to get used to. But it, sure. f- for me personally, I, I think I've grown in that appreciation. It's like that constant rem- reminder of, of the gospel is, you know, God is holy. God is just. He is perfect. And yet he's still loving and kind and gracious. And when we come in contact with that, it should leave us no other room but to say, I have fallen short of what you've called me to. Yeah. Um, and just that, that constant bombardment of the gospel um, is, is refreshing. Even even in midweek meetings, you know, especially if you're meeting later on in the week, you know, if you meet Monday, it's like, well, we just did this yesterday. <laughs> but, you know, it's even still, you've, you've struggled throughout the day. Yeah. And you've still had sin issues throughout the day. And so... Um, just being reminded of, of the gospel throughout the liturgy is um, refreshing, I think, Yeah, for me. Yeah, it sure is. Yeah. 
throughout our small group times, um, we get to know each other a little bit more as we were just discussing earlier. You know, it, it may take a little bit of time, but you, you get to know people on a personal basis and you get to know people and their struggles, um, personally or, you know, family issues or whatever it may be. You get to know people and their issues. So how have you seen your group grow and how they pray for each other as they not only grow closer in Christ, but they grow in love for each other? Yeah, um, I think I've appreciated prayer on a new level. Um, prayer is, I think, something I've always seen as uh, a means to solve a problem or yeah. get what we want. And I mean, that's not a good Christian answer, so I don't, I don't want to actually admit that. But little name it and claim it. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's the tendency. You know, yeah. when we think of prayer, we come to God with a list of things. Uh, you know, sicknesses and, you know, problems and, you know, whatever that might be. And, um, I've just found that prayer, uh, changes the one that's praying too. Mm -hmm. It changes our heart. It, uh, it grows our love for somebody. And that's just amazing that God works in that way. Um, and we've just seen that we've seen God use prayer, um, and the way our group prays for each other to really just knit, us together. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and I've this this made me think of a passage in Philippians, um, one of my favorite passages. But if you don't mind, I'll read a couple sure. of verses. Uh, Philippians two one through three says, "So if there is any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the Spirit, any affection and sympathy, complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love." being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Mm. Um, and I, I just have seen that passage just really lived out mm. in small group, in that small group setting, um, as, as other people just really, um, as individuals just, share their gifts and serve one another and pray for one another and encourage. It's just so cool to see, um, to see that passage being Mm -hmm. carried out the way Paul encouraged, um, those believers in Philippians to, to carry it out. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's fun watching, uh, people like taking note of other people's struggles. Like, um, people actually writing down prayer requests. And I've seen that intensify over the last couple of years as I see more and more people like actually writing these things down so that they don't just pray for it right then and there, but they actually are, are taking that with them to go yeah. pray at home. Um, which is, which is cool because that's, I think that's the call to love each other, to be humble as Philippians two just says. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully that has been an encouragement for the people who've been in, in small group ministries, and I'm sure it's been a huge encouragement to you and, and uh, your small group over this, you know, last year or so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Levi, you started um, this week, you've actually started a new group in Gleed. Um, Gleed slash West Valley, is that kind of... 
yeah kind yeah. of the general yeah that's area. kind of what we're aiming for okay. as long as we all stay put <laughs> um what are some <laughs> what are some things that uh you're looking forward to as as you start this new group yeah um well i look back a couple years to when we started the last group and i remember the first meeting um we had, I think we had 25, I want to say it was 25 adults show up in wow. our house. And our house is not uh, big enough for that, so <laughs> it was pretty crowded. Uh, and we have seen that dwindle down to about, uh, I would say, 12 regulars, okay. uh, not counting kids. Uh, and those 12 regulars we have gotten to know really well in just the span of two years, and especially this last year. That first year was a little bit awkward. And, you know, maybe not quite as regular of attendance, but, um, looking back on that, um, I'm really looking forward to getting to know people, mm -hmm. uh, people that I don't know. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I don't know who all is going to be in our group, uh, this fall. You know, we have, we have a list of names. We have people that have showed up so far, uh, but who knows uh, where where it's going to go, what road it's going to head down. Um, we know that the Lord knows, and yeah. that's encouraging for us. Uh, but um, I'm, I'm looking forward to watching these people grow in their faith, um, as we've seen over the last couple of years with, with our last group. Uh, we know that um, the goal of the Christian life is not just to stay where you're at. Right. Um, and so that's encouraging um, just looking back and kind of, kind of remembering those times and then, uh, looking forward to that for the new group. Um, it's, it's sad to not be meeting with the same people every week, but it's exciting to, uh, to get to know some other people too. So yeah. we're looking forward to that. We're looking forward to, to be on this, uh, journey on this walk in our faith together. Um, and a lot of that is, you know, I just read a little bit of Philippians 2 is just living out Philippians 2. Yeah. Uh, we're looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for you as you uh, as you start this new group and, and seeing what, what God will do through you for uh, Sun Valley and, and the people in that small group. So Thank you. Yeah. yeah. And thanks again for, for joining us this morning and talking about such a vital part of, of our ministry here. Yeah, so, thanks for having me. Yeah, Church, we would encourage you to um, be uh, get involved in a small group if, if you are not already a part of a small group. They are so vital to our spiritual walk as we uh, grow closer to Christ and as we encourage one another to do so as well. So we would encourage you to do so. If you want more information, you can go to our website at sunvalleychurch.net and you can uh, find the list of small group leaders, where they meet, um, and the times that they meet. And um, get plugged in. It's such a great opportunity to, to get to know new people, um, to uh, hear stories from other people, and, and encourage one another on this journey. We love you, church. We look forward to being with you on Sunday and next week on The Voice of Valley. Have a great day.